and welcome to the Youth for Tough podcast, where we engage in conversations which enrich, inspire and empower us to be an example to other young believers in conversation and word and spirit and in love, faith and purity. My name is Nohlem San. I am a lawyer. And you are listening to the final, final, final episode of season one. I mean, it's been a very, very long season. And I just thank each and every one of you who have been listening to each and every one of our episodes. But most importantly, I also thank those who came through and allowed God to use them in this platform. So I learned quite a lot. We posed the question in the first episode of the season. How do you know God's will for your life? And we've been trying to answer that question by looking at the different areas of our lives to which we need to align, you know, with God's will. And I must really admit that I learned quite a great deal. I'm a much better person than I was when this podcast started. And I just thank God for that, for for opening my eyes to so many things and helping me understand so many things which I had no idea about. Particularly, for example, the episode about how to study the Bible. I think that one was really eye-opening for me because it's something I have struggled with, how to actually study the Bible. And now I have, you know, an idea of how to study the Bible, where to start, when I need to study the Bible. That wasn't all. There was a whole lot. And I just want to just share with you guys some of the lessons which I learned from the episodes. I think the very first thing which I think has been something which became a constant throughout the season, was letting God be the center of your decision-making process. We do tend to have the habit of actually letting God accompany us instead of letting Him lead us when it comes to our decision-making process. The difference is when we let Him accompany us, basically asking Him to follow our lead, Instead of letting him be the one who actually shows us where we want to go. And Pastor Teleze did highlight this, that we do that because we, we have the trouble of accepting where God is leading us. We don't want to go where God wants us to go. If God shows us the place which we don't want to go, then it becomes hard for us to, you know, to accept that and to follow where God is. So I did learn that. Every decision that I make, whether it's small or big, it needs to be informed by what God wants for my life, by what God wants me to do in that particular decision. In order for you to be able to achieve that, you need to live a prayerful life. You need to go to God and pray to Him and ask Him to show you what He wants you to do in that particular situation. The goal at the end is for you to be able to unconsciously follow or do God's will. So in a sense that it does not have to be a conscious thing anymore, but it becomes a lifestyle whereby your decisions are automatically aligned with what God wants you to do. So it doesn't need you to to think a lot about it, but your actions will be inclined with what God wants you to do. That's the goal, particularly for myself. That's what I want to do. I want everything that I do to be aligned with God's will automatically, unconsciously. And I think one thing or one way of being able to achieve that is by taking the time to get to know God. And in order for you to know who God is, you need to invest 
in building a relationship with God. And in order for you to be able to build a relationship with God, you need to spend time in solitude, talking to God, talking to him as you would a friend. We looked at this song that says, my Lord and I, I tell him all my troubles, I tell him all my sorrows, I tell him what pleases me, I tell him what annoys. And that was highlighting the type of relationship that we are supposed to have with God. And so we need to open ourselves up to God. We need to be vulnerable with God and share with him every detail of our lives. I mean, he knows everything, but even in his knowledge, he wants us to open our hearts to him. Because once we do that, then we are able to build that closer connection with God. And as I said earlier on, that one way of doing this, one way of building a relationship with God is by spending time in solitude, living a prayerful life. So that means that you spend at least an hour or 30 minutes or whatever it is every day talking to God, praying to God, asking him to show you what you need to do, asking him to reveal his character so that you may get to know him more. Because as much as you want to open up yourself to God. God also wants to reveal himself to you. He wants to reveal his will to you. As we said in the episode in episode 1 that if you seek me, then you will find me. God wants us to find him. And so we need to ask him to reveal himself, to reveal his will to us. And we can do that by spending each and every day praying. Each and every hour somehow connecting with God meditating on his will as i said again that the goal is to make this an unconscious thing conscious but unconscious conscious in a way that we need to be awake or active when we are doing this but unconscious in a way that you don't even need to think about it anymore it it's something which happens automatically it's something which is a part of your daily life and enoch is a great example of this in that they say that in all the duties of his life, he walked with God. So everywhere he went, everywhere he was, he was able to reveal God through his actions, through his words. And so once we have a close relationship with God, that will be revealed in the lives that we lead. That will be revealed in our actions, in our words. And so in order for us to be able to reach people and share God's word with them, it is important for us to have that relationship with God, which will automatically lead us to be able to reveal his character through the lives that we lead. And as much as I mentioned prayer, what is as important as that is reading God's word, is reading the Bible. Each and every day you need to spend time reading the Bible because that's where God has revealed himself and what his will is. So if we spend time reading the Bible, then he is able to reveal what he wants us to do with our lives. And I know that it is quite difficult, you know, to read the Bible. You don't know where to start. Um, you don't know what to do. But you need to take time each and every day reading the Bible, preferably in the morning time, as Dr. Balesa said. So early in the morning when it is most quiet, <laughs> Dr. Balesa said, at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'll be honest, I haven't done that. Um, but somewhere in the morning whereby 
it is still very quiet. There aren't any distractions which might prevent you from reading the Bible properly. But if you aren't able to read it in the morning, make sure that you find time in the evening or the afternoon or whichever time is most comfortable to you. Make sure that you do take time to read your Bible. Remove the distractions around you. Remove the things which might cloud your mind or, you know, might dampen the the power of the Holy Spirit working in your life as you read your Bible. So there's so many things in our lives which do, you know, stand as an obstacle in us being able to read the Bible, in us being able to meditate on the words found in Scripture or even apply them. There's so many things like television, social media. These things do really cloud our minds so much so that we are unable to focus whenever we are reading the Bible or we are even unable to meditate on God's Word. So let's try and limit those things in our lives which might stand as an obstacle to us actually having that devotional life. And here's another thing which, you know, I think is very important, which I learned as well, is that don't try and fit God into your schedule. Make sure that God becomes number the number one priority in your life. So everything else should be centered around your time with God. So make sure that God does not come second in your life whereby you like, okay, you plan everything else and then where there is extra time, for God, then you put him there. Make sure that he becomes the first priority in that you plan for his time first before anything. Then everything else comes second. Because if you are really serious about building a relationship with God, you need to take God seriously. You need to show God your commitment towards him by making him your number one priority in life. And be intentional about it. As Pastor Teleze said, you need to be intentional about having a devotional life. Take a conscious, active decision that you want to study the Bible. Because as you spend more time talking to God, as you spend more time reading the Bible, you become more and more like Him. You start to reflect His image. And the important thing about this is that we're created to reflect God's image. Our identity should be found in Christ. Because here's the thing. Satan preys on people who don't know who they are. If you don't have an identity, or if your identity is not found in Christ, that makes you so vulnerable to Satan's attacks. That makes you so vulnerable to the temptations of this world. Without an identity, you're more of a tree without any roots. You just go wherever the wind takes you. And trust me, you don't want that for yourself. Because here's the thing, identity dictates behavior. So if you don't have your identity rooted in Christ, then forget about being able to reflect Christ. Forget about being the Christian who God wants you to be. Or being a Christian at all. You know, because as much as you might say you're a Christian, but Christianity is more about actions than it is about title. And so your identity needs to be first found in Christ. Because that will shape your behavior. Because if your identity is found in Christ, then you'll start to act and behave like Christ. And you become a true Christian, one who is like Christ. And here's the thing. 
God is looking for people whose identity is rooted in Him. God wants to use people who have their identity rooted in Him, whose main prerogative or whose main mission or goal is to reflect His image. For once we are able to have our identity rooted in Christ, once we know ourselves, then we can be able to fulfill our purpose. And please, guys, don't roll your eyes. Purpose is really such an important thing. I mean, when God created each and every creation, He gave it a purpose. Even with us as human beings, He gave us a purpose. With each and every individual which is on earth, God has instilled within them a purpose to which they have to fulfill. God has not only given us a purpose which we have to fulfill, but He has given us the ability to actually fulfill it. So within each and every one of us, there is potential to fulfill our purpose. There is potential to do great things. So long as we discover what that purpose is in our lives, then we'll be able to unlock the greatness which God has instilled within us. I mean, with Samson, for example, God gave him a purpose to be the one to save Israel from the Philistines and he also gave him the strength or the capacity to be able to fulfill that purpose. But like many of us, he did not fulfill his potential because he strayed away from his purpose. So it's very important for us as Christians, as young Christians, to actually seek to find out what our purpose is and to actually try and strive to fulfill it the way we can find what our purpose is is by going to god is by going to god asking him praying to him to reveal his purpose for our lives and as toby said that purpose is seasonal we have different purposes for each and every season so our purposes might evolve over time so don't think that you are stuck with one purpose make sure that you allow god to reveal his purpose for that particular season in your life and he'll do that and when he has revealed it to you listen to him sometimes god has been speaking to us so much but we have ignored what he has been saying to us because maybe we don't think it's what he wants us to do or we don't necessarily want to go where he is calling us to i mean god is pointing us to nineveh but our minds are at tashish we want to go to tashish but god has a mission for us at Nineveh. God has a purpose for us at Nineveh. And as Pastor Telezi said, that I mean, when we follow through with our purpose, it develops us. When Jonah went to Nineveh, he came back or he became a better person. As we are doing what God wants us to do with our lives, God is also developing us to be better people. And we need to trust in God. We need to trust in his purpose and the purpose that he has set for our lives. Because as Pastor Telezi said, that God has this paranomic view, you know, viewing the past and the future. He knows what's best for us. And so if we trust in him, in his will, then we'll be able to go where we can be able to be fully utilized. For there is no purpose for a screwdriver in a kitchen. Jonah had no purpose at Tashish. But if we go to Nineveh, if we go to the garage or somewhere where we can be utilized, where God needs us to be, we'll be able to unleash our potential and be able to fulfill our purpose. And one thing which is so linked to purpose is 
careers, is career choices. Now, this is one of the most difficult choices we might have to encounter in our lives if we haven't already encountered it. And it's something that we really do need to go to God to actually find out from Him what we need to do. As I said earlier on, that our decisions need to be really centered around God, particularly this one. And when we are deciding our careers, when we are looking at the career choices, let not money be the motivator. Yes, it is a factor, but let it not be the first, second, or third factor that you consider. What you should consider when you are choosing your career, the first or the most important thing is positive impact. What positive impact is what you are going to do or what you are doing bringing to the society or to the community around you. If it does not have a positive impact for the society or community around you, then perhaps that's not where God wants you to be. Another thing is that you need to follow your passion. Pastor Telezi said that when you follow your passion, you know that you're following your passion when one it gives you joy. Now joy is different from happiness because it's long lasting. It's from within and not from outside you know you enjoy whatever you are doing every time you engage in doing it number two people around you affirm it so when you're doing something which you're passionate about or something where where you're supposed to be people continue to affirm it you know people tell you that wow man you really are great at what you are doing and so you need to really look out for that that's perhaps god's voice which is speaking to you now when god calls you to a career field make sure that you listen for his voice. And here's the thing. The reason why many of us might miss God's voice when he is speaking to us is simply because we are unfamiliar with what God's voice sounds like, you know. Um and that's not perhaps talking about a literal voice, but it's talking about ways God reveals himself to you. It goes back to what I said earlier on about communing with God, spending time with God. The more you spend time with God, the more you're able to recognize when he is speaking to you. So again, having that personal relationship with God is such an important thing in all the avenues of our lives. Now, Another thing which we touched on, which is very beautiful, is friendships. I mean, friendships are a really pivotal or vital part of our lives. Um, it's something which we, we don't really think about a lot or aren't, don't really take seriously how, what friends we choose to have in our lives, how we have to choose those friends. But it's something which, as we discovered in that episode, which is, some, which is something which is very, very, very important for us to look at because those people who we associate ourselves with have an impact or influence to our behavior or to how we view the world and how we interact with it. As the saying goes, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. And so it is very important for us when we are choosing friends, we mustn't take this decision for granted. We need to ensure that when we associate ourselves with people, we associate ourselves with people who are like-minded. People who will help us grow spiritually. People who will help us develop in most aspects of our lives. You know, you mustn't be with people who will, you know, people who won't challenge you. You know, people who will just 
people who will let you become complacent, people who will let you become mediocre. But you need to be with people who will encourage you to be excellent, who will encourage you to grow spiritually, you know, to grow physically. Okay, maybe not physically, but, you know, to develop socially, you know, mentally and in other aspects of your lives. So you need to ensure that you take this decision very, very seriously. And another thing which you have to look at with friendship is someone who will love you as much as they love themselves. When you look at David and Jonathan and the friendship that they had, it's such a beautiful, beautiful illustration of what friendship is. And that is love. Love should be the root of every friendship. Loving your friend as much as you love yourself or having a friend who love you just as much as they love themselves. So you really need to look at the friendship circles that you're in Look at the people who are around you. Look at how much love they have for you. Look at how well they fit into your life or how much they are helping you develop as a Christian and as a young person. And leading from that, another aspect of friendship is more of, you know, closer, more intimate relationships. And that is, you know, um, your partners, that is dating. I think it's something which young people, including myself in the past, have really, really taken for granted. And I do think that it's something that we need to really take very seriously because every decision we make now will have a long-lasting impact in our lives in the future. And so when we are choosing someone we want to be with, we want to have a relationship with, we need to choose someone who will help us fulfill our purpose, who will help strengthen our relationship with God. Now, another thing which we mustn't do is that we mustn't rush into any relationships we need to really take our time getting to know someone we mustn't just rush into a relationship after a month after two months or maybe after a week you know someone was telling my sister how much they loved them and they had only seen each other like once <laughs> and it's just crazy you know we, we do need to really take the time to to know people build that friendship with them Get to figure out, you know, get to know them and get to see if they are the right person for you. Because you can't just take anyone from anywhere and just give them your heart. You really need to take the time to get to know them and ask God for guidance to show you who the right person is for you. Another thing, and the most important thing, is that God should be first. Let God be the first in your life. Let God be number one in your life and let everything else follow. I think that's the biggest lesson for me throughout the season. So I don't want to hear anyone saying that they've been hurt or anything like that when I've told you to take your time getting to know someone. <laughs> I'm not saying that you won't get hurt, but you do minimize those chances if you really do take your time to get to know someone. And please don't just do it for the sake of it. Actually, be serious about it. Be intentional about it. Yeah, make sure that you just build that friendship connection first. Get to know someone in a church setting, outside of the, of the church setting. Get to know them for who they really are. And then let that inform your decision. Another thing with relationships, you need to ensure that you have standards. If you know yourself, if you know what you want, then you won't settle for any less. You are special and God wants what's best for you. So make sure that you go to him. He will definitely show you the right person who you need in your life. Most importantly, 
I think something which sums up everything from this season is that make sure that God is your number one. In everything that you do, consult with God. Whether it's choosing the right partner, the right friend, or a career, make sure that you go to God and let Him lead the way. So 11 episodes, over 4 hours worth of content, probably more, about 7 months in, we've come to the end of the first season of the Youth for 12 podcast. And I'm sure, because I know I have learned so much, I'm sure you guys also have learned so much from all of these episodes. I'm sure you have perhaps the slightest idea of how to know God's will for your life. I hope you have learned a lot from this episode and from the entire season of the Youth for 12 podcast. It has been nothing but a great pleasure hosting this podcast, hosting the very first season of the Youth for 12 podcast. I do hope that you guys will join us for the second season of the Youth for 12 podcast, which will come to you June. Yeah, around June, June or July. I don't know. We'll update you guys on our social media pages. Make sure that you do follow us on our social media pages. Listen to this. Facebook, Youth for 12. YouTube, Youth for 12. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, it is youth412 underscore ZA. So make sure that you do follow us and please share this podcast with your friends. I definitely know that they will benefit just as much as I have, just as much as you have. For the very last time in season one, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Please share it with your friends, family, and everyone you know. And please do come back when we come back for season 2 of the Youth for 12 podcast. My name is Ndowo Shemsan. Okay, it's fine. Enough of that. <laughs> please guys, remember, don't forget to not let anyone look down on you because you are young. Continue to set an example to other young believers. Conversation on word and spirit and love faith and purity. Good night, God bless, and happy Sabbath to you all. I mean, unless you're not listening on Sabbath, then happy Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Bye.